We're back with Ra Ra Room Radio Podcast, hosted by me, OG Willikers, episode 54. It's been a minute. COVID has been a bit distracting. I think we can all agree on that. But I'm happy to have this outlet, since my general ways of communicating and connecting with the community aren't possible at the moment. We liked to tour. We liked to throw local shows. We liked to go to other people's shows. We liked to have recording sessions. I had people over in my studio for podcast interviews. A lot of those things I spent my time and energy on aren't really um, aren't really so possible these days. So we have to pivot. We have to figure out another way. Which leads me to consider how this podcast is going to go forward. I can't just have guests in my studio now. Nobody's on tour to come by. Nobody has shows to promote. So I have to figure out a new way to do this show. We're going to play with that a little bit this episode. Instead of featuring an interview with one guest, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what I've been up to in the last few months, and then we're going to make some phone calls, and we'll see how other members of our community are taking the reins and showing leadership. Just weeks before COVID hit, my brother Wolfman Jack and I made a record called Wolfie Willie. I'm going to play you a track titled Ghosts. Lights out, too bright, forth and wild child My style always shines with a hype crowd Took time, but I'm right here and right now This life is mine, I'm never lying down Doesn't even matter if they feel where I'm coming from Cause I make the songs that I make till my days are done They the ones hating, I'm celebrating life Looking for my stride and the guide is the mic You cats got skeletons, I got the great ghouls And them ghosts don't want me to make moves They in touch with nonsense and fake news Breathe in and let loose and break through That right there is a process Remembering the soul and forgetting the objects Living in the past and the present's forgotten Mike in my throat, so I'm back and I'm watching I'm watching. I'm just pushing on pushing All them ghosts away It's all in my improvement I don't need that shit today I'm just pushing on All them ghosts away It's all in my improvement I don't need that shit today I recite and rewrite till I'm golden I refine all these rhymes till they're potent Need two mics cause these guys they're explosive No kings in the hive, y'all impotent Pushing out the ghosts that are holding me back Can't be the host, need my soul intact Path that I chose, I wrote this map Just roll with the track that OG and Jack got The path they mapped ain't for us We make tracks with tracks that combust I lost sight of mine for a bit Kick the whack to the curb and kick up the dust The ghosts won't catch, we're Pac-Man and Mario Cause we the Sicarios in this scenario Leave them all straight dead in the tracks And they ain't no ghosts so they won't come back I'm just pushing on, pushing on. them ghosts away It's all in my improvement I don't need that shit today I'm just pushing on All them ghosts away It's all in my improvement I don't need that shit today Take a minute, ever listen to these bars Willikers and Wolfie ripping at your heart Telling to the stars Cause we vicious with our mission ripping you apart Fumu got us turning into creatures in the dark Let them bark Rip the leash off, shape shift and be gone Two seconds, no look backs, no lead ons I'm wrecking with OG, we seize on Gotta love it like you need a reason We've seen these rappers, they come and go All about the life, but then they turn to ghosts No joke, your blokes fall like dominoes Don't poke thumbs down to your ramen goals We ain't taking no jabs You ain't wanting no smoke You ain't feeding off what we came to do And we ain't scared of no ghosts I'm just pushing on pushing All on. them ghosts away It's all in my improvement I don't need that shit today I'm just pushing on All them ghosts away It's all in my improvement I don't need that shit today A lot of people have been struggling with 2020 Myself included The challenges don't stop If it isn't social justice, pandemic political, financial, environmental, everything is kind of coming to a head. So it's really hard to stay motivated. Something about me, if I don't stay focused, if I don't stay working on something, I can go to a darker place. I lose motivation and man, it's so hard to get out of that rut once I get there. I had this New Year's resolution where I wanted to do better. I wanted to get my finances more on point. I wanted to take care of my health. I wanted to be more productive musically. I wanted to be a better partner. I pretty much just had the goal of not letting myself get in my own way. 
Um, and it's, it was a funny year to make that choice. But I've stayed focused and I'm really grateful that I've been able to keep my head up because I know it's really hard to and my head gets heavy sometimes. If you're one of those people who is struggling, that's okay too. I've fallen down for much less than what's going on right now. Years of trying to get to know myself better and understanding what drives me and what causes my ups and downs, I have a better handle on it. But it doesn't mean it's easy. feel it's necessary to say that Raw Raw Room Radio Podcast, OG Willikers, Outstanding Citizens Collective, and anything I put my name on stands in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. We strive to be an anti-racist podcast. It amazes me how much nonsense people are spouting online, even within the hip-hop community. It's gross, it's unnecessary, and it's stupid. Learn about hip-hop. Don't represent hip-hop if you're not with Black Lives Matter. In fact, don't represent humanity if you're not with Black Lives Matter. It's just anti-racists versus racists. That's all it is. It's simple. If you got a problem with it, you might be a racist. I want to shout out everybody from the Brutap Boom Bap monthly hip-hop event that we used to throw monthly until COVID started. I just want to say I miss everybody involved. We had a beautiful thing going. As soon as we turn the corner on this, I'll be there ready to kick it back up. So I hope you can all join me. Just stay healthy, stay clean, stay safe. We'll get through this. Back in early March, when everything ramped up with COVID and all the shows and events and businesses and public life got shut down, I was uh, I was in a small rural town outside of Santa Fe, pretty much locked down. Didn't didn't have anywhere to go. Work was canceled, and I was stressing a bit. So I pulled out a beat produced by Nate Larson from Taos, New Mexico. The beat was titled "Trouble," and I knew that we were all in a lot of trouble right now. So I got to writing. Once I finished the track, I recorded it. Then I decided, hey, I should make a music video. So I got a tripod and hiked all around the area and immersed myself in the project. It was my way of processing what was going on. And like I have, like I said earlier, it was my way of staying focused and keeping afloat because if I don't go to work, if I don't have anything to do, I'll go crazy. Um, so I want to play that track for you all. End of Times by OG Willikers, produced by Nate Larson. Clean in this game of life, wash your hands and don't sneeze. No TP to wipe. Troubled times we find the most about our fellow man. No surprise, we panic. The man is getting out of hand. Sanitizer out of stock, ventilators overclock. Clubs locked, concerts off, all the jobs chopping block. Time being 315 on 315. 2020, and we still don't know what it means. The demons engineer this, sneering in the near miss. Disappearing in the distance, face our fears and just our perseverance. Getting in some weird shit like all these filthy heathens breathing on me got me in my feelings. <laughs> Sacks of germs. Stop. 
shop like magic Leaders are deceivers acting like non-believers Eager to let these meager creatures become grievers Dreams are on hold cause we need to be here to Nate Larson for providing that awesome beat. I had a great time for the circumstances making that track. Gave me a chance to work through some thoughts. A couple other things that kept me busy. I ended up making a beat tape, all sample based. In fact, it's the music you've been hearing in the background this whole time. It all came out of a beat battle that some some hip hop friends from Albuquerque were putting together back in May. I was challenged, I couldn't say no. Those guys were the heavy hitters of New Mexico boom bap. So I had time. I made I made six or seven beats that week. Uh, battled live against Dom Life. Shout out Dom Life. And it was super cool. We had a great time. Got to showcase each other's music. But the sound quality wasn't all the way there. And I was sitting on these cool beats I just made. And I wanted to share them. I made my first ever sample-based beat album and I titled it Afterlife Instrumentals. And I really enjoyed it. You know, I just got to groove out, listen to a lot of music, work on my chopping, my sampling. And then the next thing I got done after that was an eight track record called Retrospects. That album was made over the course of several years. I had lots of collaborations and uh, experimental tracks that I made uh, using guitars and rock instruments. and I didn't really know what to do with all these tracks uh, as individual pieces. So I put them together into one project, uh, and that's why it's called Retrospects, because it's kind of a concept. It's me going back in time through all the different genres and styles that I've worked with, um, as well as um, the lyrical content has a lot to do with my past and looking back and looking forward. Turned out to be a really fun project that I'm very proud of and happy that I could share share with the world. I have one more thing to talk about before we get onto our phone calls. I recently started hosting a radio show on 96.9 FM KMRD Madrid, New Mexico. Every Tuesday night, 7 to 8 p.m. Mountain Time. All underground hip-hop from New Mexico and beyond. I've done it for three weeks in a row now, and I got plenty more music to keep going, so make sure to tune in. I'll be playing a lot of music from a lot of people who've been on this show. So mark your calendars. You can also check it out online at kmrd.fm forward slash listen. This episode of Ra Ra Room Radio Podcast is sponsored by Santa Fe Sabor. We got DJ Demonic here to tell you a little bit more about it. Party people, what's good? It's DJ Demonic here for Ra Ra Room Radio Podcast with my brother OG Willikers. Here to tell you about Santa Fe Sabor. It's a new project I've started here in Santa Fe to raise money for local artists, musicians, and Santa Fe-owned businesses. What we're doing is we're featuring eight different Santa Fe all-stars in each industry. Hospitality, restaurant, bar, music, fitness, and health. And we're going to be selling t-shirts with our wonderful Santa Fe Sabor logo on it that it was designed by Southwest artist Dump La Rock. And they're available for $25. The way it's going to work is you're going to be able to directly purchase a t-shirt and the money is going to directly support the all-star of your choice. You'll be able to follow Santa Fe Sabor on any social media at 
Santa Fe Sabor. That's S-A-B-O-R. You'll be able to keep up to date with what we're doing and directly support local Santa Fe businesses, individuals, artists, and musicians. We feel that the most important thing in Santa Fe is the culture and the diversity of its people. And that's what keeps people coming back to Santa Fe and also makes us proud to be Santa Feans. Our personal mission is to not let that die during the pandemic. If you know somebody who you think might be fit for this, feel free to contact us at Santa Fe Sabor on any of our social media or santafesabor at gmail.com. And we'll be able to sponsor them, do a feature on them, get them some money and help them out directly we can do this together santa fe we will be back after this until then support us at santa fe sabor s-a-b-o-r i'm dj demonic this is raw raw room radio you're tuned in to og willikers thank you All right, time for someone else to talk. I'm about to call up B-girl Ale Avila, who has an awesome and exciting new project she wants to tell us about. It's called Hip Hop University, and it's for the kids. So let's see what she has to say. First off, thank you very much for taking the time to do this and help me get the word out. Um, my name's Alejandra. I am a B-girl from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Um, me and my crew have been teaching to the youth for about over 20 years. Um, and yeah, recently we decided to start a project for for not just the youth, but for for everyone mostly, but mostly going towards the youth. Um, the project is called Hip Hop University in New Mexico. Um, this project is bringing resources to the kids who might need help during this COVID school year. So um, we have a Hope Work hotline on our Instagram. So if any kids are ever having a hard time with school or maybe some parents don't know what to do and need a little extra help, they can always direct message us through our Instagram and ask us for help. Um, what's cool about this is we have uh, several different teachers that are going to be the mentors for this. Um, we have high school teachers, middle school teachers, elementary school teachers, and then artists who will be able to help all the kids and parents with schoolwork. Um, the second part to this project is going to be um, providing workshops for the youth, and not even just the youth, but even young adults or even adults who want to join. Um, we are bringing the best of New Mexico. We are bringing artists from all over New Mexico. We have our DJs, we have MCs, uh, B-boys and B-girls, different hip-hop freestyle dance. Um, we got slam poetry, all kinds of fun different workshops we will be providing. Um, it's going to be every Saturday for the workshop. Um, and we're basing it off of a school quarter. So our general school quarter is about two and a half months, I believe. So each quarter is going to have five different artists um, times four. So 20 artists this whole entire year. We're going to have 20 workshops. So it's super exciting to have this going on. <laughs> and, and yeah. Wow, that's so, um, that's so cool. Yeah. That, that I mean, you put this together. I mean, I know you work with a lot of people to put it together, but th this came up pretty quick. I was impressed. I've seen a lot of underground groups of people trying to put something together um, kind of quickly, and a lot of times it, it has been um, very disorganized. And when mm -hmm. I saw your schedule and, and like all the details and how you timed it and staggered uh, everything, I was like, wow, they're really working on it. They're really paying attention to the details and stuff. So that's that was impressive to me, which makes me extra excited about this project. Yes, I appreciate it. You know, I think it's what the universe wanted. Um, because honestly, it was a very small idea I had. Originally, the idea came from, I was just thinking about my students. I created some really good relationships with my students throughout the years. And I was just really concerned about them having to go through this COVID schooling. Some are going to school online. Some are going half online, half at home. You know, but I, can, I just remember, if you were to tell me to go to high school online, 
I probably would not do it as a teenager. And so I just really was worried about my, my students, and that's where it really started. And originally, the idea was actually just for Santa Fe originally. And then I reached out, I put a post on Instagram and Facebook saying, hey, you know, all my hip hop artists, my hip hop community, um, I need you right now. I need help with the kids. I want to support our kids. And to my surprise, it grew larger than Santa Fe. Now we have artists from all over New Mexico that are connecting. And not even just New Mexico, we even have an artist from LA that's going to be helping us out as well. So instead of it being a small Santa Fe project, it became something uh, that was statewide. And I have a feeling might eventually grow further. And so I feel like it's not just like something small. I think it's something that's needed to happen and the organization and the process of it, the the whole growth of it has been so easy and so fast. And I think it's because it's what needs to be done and I feel like there's a lot of people who actually care. So together we are just really building and it's beautiful to see the community content together like this it's really inspiring just how fast even because i saw that message and i was like oh i I feel called (laughs) out i better i better answer this call and see what i can do to help it was really cool even sitting on the zoom meetings and and seeing um anna from warehouse 21 being involved is also really a heavy hitter element which kind of separates this idea from a lot of other ideas is she has so much experience and and me as a youth you know i'm in my 30s now but almost 20 years ago I was I threw my first show over there and it was I was doing all that stuff as a kid thanks to her and so to see to kind of be an adult now and kind of feel like I owe it to the community as well and to the youth because I had such a great resource and since Warehouse isn't really around right now um, it's kind of like you know we have to do this you know so I think that's why why I think a lot of people are feeling the same way and make Maybe that's the that's the ticket. I agree, and I mean, there's two two thoughts on what you just said. Um, first off, we got to give a big shout out to Warehouse Twenty One and Anna, because um, they are sponsoring most of this and helping us be able to provide for our artists. All of our artists came into this um, on a voluntary basis because they believe that they believe in the youth and hip hop saved them, and so. They just want to give back the tools. So um, Warehouse 21 is helping us give a little funds to our artists. So big shout out to them. And a big shout out to them for making us the adults we are today. Because <laughs> there's a lot of uh, artists that have been um, part of Warehouse 21 as, as a child. And now, now we're all doing our thing. So that's my first thought on that. And the second thought is, is um, you know, this is how hip-hop really started. Um, originally, uh, right now, a lot of people have a misconception about hip-hop because it has evolved into something very different. Um, but I really, it started for the opportunity to change people's minds on hip-hop because, honestly, hip-hop is not what mainstream people think. Um, hip-hop started from a community of oppression, poverty, and such, you know, hip-hop started from one another trying to help each other, you know? Hip-hop was about helping each other grow, helping each other express what they needed to express in order to succeed. Hip-hop was um, more of an outlet and a tool, you know? It was never degrading towards anyone. It was never violent. It was never nothing like that. It was always just to express yourself. I mean, if you hear any anger of old-school hip-hop, it's it's just pure expression, you know, and that's, that's where it started. And it saved a lot of people back then, and still today, I'm really grateful that right now we have the opportunity as community members, as hip-hop members, to revive the energy of hip-hop and bring back the message what it originally had, and that's really to bring each other up. You know, so I think it's cool that right now we are facing a crisis, and we are using our tool to, you know, get through this. Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, with my group, the Outstanding Citizens Collective, we we were trying to have that as an element. Mm -hmm. How do we reach the youth? What do we what can we do to give back to the community? We, you know, we like rapping and making music and trying to go on tour and doing all that stuff. But we wanted this to be a bigger thing that that was more an inclusive community 
concept, and uh, we did a couple, we did some things here and there, but it it never was really realized. Um, and so as soon as I saw you with this, I'm so glad somebody's doing that. I felt like it needed to happen, and uh, I didn't want to be like, oh well, that wasn't our vision. That's someone else trying to do it. like, like you know, it, not like that. It's like, oh, they're doing it. Okay, then I'm putting my energy behind that to help support that because bottom line, you know, we need to give back and. Exactly, that's super dope. And that's what's important. I think um, it's really cool, too, because with the, this coming out, um, I see, I mean, New Mexico has so many different sections of hip-hop, like so, so many different sections of hip-hop scene. You know, we have the, the MC rapper, the OCC, and then we have the graffiti writers, we have the b-boy scene here in Santa Fe, and then there's a b-boy scene in Albuquerque. But everything has always been so separate, you know, and I... I feel like as, um, as as members of hip hop, all the different groups wanted to create something good, and we all have good intentions. But for some reason, before COVID, everyone was really really separate for some weird reason. And I think it's kind of a blessing in disguise that I'm seeing our schemes come together. You know, I'm seeing different communities come together and become one full community of hip-hop in New Mexico, you know? And I think it's really dope because now um, I, I see us supporting each other as opposed to how we would, like, see a flyer and just, oh, that's cool, I like that, but not support the actual event, you know? Like, now we're actually like, hey, my friend's doing this, let's support that, and, yeah, like, if I see us coming together as a whole, which I think it's really dope. I felt like we were getting sort of closer to that with with the the monthly event that was going on yeah. at Rufina. That was really cool. Like I started to get to know as an MC, I know a lot of DJs, I know a lot of rappers, and beat makers, but I didn't really know many people in like the the breakdance community or the the breaker community. Or uh, I I knew some writers, some graffiti people, but not. I mean, everybody knows Parish. That's it comes down to Parish. <laughs> everybody in all the scenes everybody know Parish. But, <laughs> but besides that, I didn't. You know, I kind of was like uh, honed in on my on my element, and and I respected all the elements. I just didn't have friends who did that. I didn't know. You know, like you said, we were so separate. And then the Brutap Boom Bap event, I felt mm-hmm. like finally it was like starting to to create something, and it was getting really yeah. really good. And uh, and then of course COVID. Uh, happened and i try not to think about it too much because if i do i i could get bummed out a little bit but i'm I'm actually surprised i can let it go and just focus on the future um but every once in a while i'm like oh man we had something so good um and that's you know pretty much how i met you i think was through those events maybe i'd seen you before that but i didn't really get talking to you and, and your family and everything until until those events so yeah so maybe that was something that just kicked it off gave us a chance to like spark something that we had to turn into something else yeah well i agree like with the the boom bathrooms like that was totally creating a newer energy we had the we had vendors we had the b-boys and like the music like it was it was cool because it was something to look forward to you know um as we know like new mexico is not a big like we don't have big cities here so we really starved for energy um so, yeah, unfortunately, getting that taken away was a big energy chill. Same with not being able to, like, meet up with your homies and practice or just being around each other is, and not having that anymore has been a really hard, you know? And honestly, it could really kill out the hip-hop movement of not having any socializing. <laughs> um, but I feel... I feel like with this project, it's connecting the youth with the adults, and it's connecting all the adults with the adults, you know? Like, we are all getting connected through this project, and I think that at the end of the whole COVID situation, please pray to God that eventually this will be over. But when it is over, it will be really dope, because physically, we will be more, we'll be more connected, you know? So then we'll have all the boom baps, all the jams we throw, all the events we throw, I feel will be stronger because we we stuck through it and stayed connected, you know, throughout all this. Instead of being disconnected and depressed, like, everyone's having a hard time. Everyone's feeling lonely. Like, it's, it's, 
Chinese that were staying connected in China keep it going <laughs> yeah absolutely and, and and now's the time to be you know we're creative people hip-hop is is you know based in being creative and being able to use what you have uh etch in front of you to be able to create something else really mm -hmm. cool and so you know i think in a way it's like it's it's in the nature of people who participate with hip-hop to like innovate and you know you got to fl flip that sample you know like turn that into something else and and oh, okay we don't have our jams anymore we don't have our our concerts and tours and all that okay mm -hmm. so we still have all this talent and we have technology and mm -hmm. how do we rebuild the machine to work a little yeah. different and and um achieve similar similar goals and i think yeah. like what like what you guys the I guess you're the mastermind of it, but like the, the hip hop university is a great way. It's amazing to see that, you know, so I can't wait for it to get started. Um, when, when does it start? It will be starting September 5th. It's going to be our first official workshop. Um, we're going to be kicking in off with some slam poetry. Um, so with Nolan, he's from LA. So first actual workshop is September 5th. From there, it's going to be every Saturday we're going to have a different workshop. So the following one will be a popping workshop with people like Tomarok, popping Tomarok. <laughs> um, and then from then, we have a lot more. If you, if anyone is interested in seeing the schedule, we have the schedule online on Instagram. You can see our whole lineup for the first quarter. What's your Instagram handle? It's at... It's going to be at Ship Hop University MM. And our email is going to be uh, hiphopuniversitynm at gmail.com. And that's how you register, and that's how you get more information if, if you have a, a kid at home that you think would benefit from that. Any kid at home, or even, you know, it's not even just for kids. Like, if you want to explore your horizons and just see what's out there, definitely as an adult, please join as well. Um, yes. So, it's for everybody. <laughs> and is this, is there a fee? Um, right now, if there is no fee at all, this is absolutely all volunteer from all of our artists. Um, all for the love of it, each one teach one. But of course, I want to say that because the artists are taking my time to do this, um, it's always a blessing to get an extra um, donation if you guys ever want to donate to the program or want to donate to a specific artist. Definitely um, email us um, and let us know. Right now we don't have like a PayPal or anything, but I think that's going to be something we get started because um, I think it's very important to support our artists. Yeah, the last thing I want to say is um, if you don't have an Instagram or you don't have access to Zoom, but you still want to participate, please let me know and I will find a way to get you into our workshop. Uh, we will also be posting all of our workshops on YouTube. If you missed out on a workshop, we are going to post it, and you can watch it anytime after that date. So it's definitely going to be available as much as possible. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That makes it extra accessible. Uh, that's so cool. Okay, well, um, let's let's just do a quick rundown of everything we talked about to sum it up. Um, sure. Yeah, so Hip Hop University, available to youth and anyone who needs to be uh, involved with hip-hop and doesn't have access otherwise, right? You're all welcome. So there's that. Uh, starts September 5th. Registration ends by what date? Uh, Registration is going to end on September 3rd. Oh, okay. So we still have some time. Um, Instagram is... Hip-hop university NM. Word. And uh, email one more time. Hip hop university mm at gmail.com. Oh man, that's so awesome. Um, I'm excited to see the growth and see all the, the kids. Oh, d don't you have some backpacks? Didn't I see something about backpacks? Yes, yeah, so definitely. We, um, there is a crew out in Albuquerque called Hybrid Dance. Um, they were doing a whole backpack drive and they donated five backpacks to us. So we are able to give away five backpacks to the first five students to sign up for our project. Um, people are signing up quick. Um, I'm not sure exactly how many 
more or less, but people are sending us clicks, so definitely don't snooze on it. Oh, that's <laughs> so cool. And, and you know, once again, this isn't, this isn't a, a giant sponsored uh, thing. This is grassroots. This is just people trying to help people. And, and you know, so it's it, there's a, there's a lot of organization, but there's also a lot of kind of figuring it out as it goes along. So mm-hmm. it's one of those like every kind of way you can think. And as people donate, um, there'll be more. Th- this idea will grow and turn into more than than maybe more than just Zoom classes. Maybe who knows? You know. So as long as this can be supported, you can hear that the people behind it really care. Um, mm-hmm. And so it seems like this has lots of potential. Very true. And I want to give a shout out to the team we have so far because every single person has been so enthusiastic with so much positive energy. And if it weren't for the team, I probably would have trashed this idea because alone, it's a very hard project. But with the team, it's been so easy and I'm just really grateful for all the energy and time that everyone has put in so far so thank you guys and thank you team yeah retrospects out you will occur yeah come on a minute since I spit on this lick A testament to commitment, I'm still flipping the lids OG and the Jackal, we tackle beats so naturally Never needed a sample, we packed the tracks with melodies It's my reason for breathing, I can't believe I've been feeding So long I can't see achievements, it's just the path to my demons I found this culture appealing, when I was lost I was reeling I loved the words and the singing, I heard the hurt and the beatings I knew I had to have meaning and speak the truth while I'm breathing But we gotta be reading before we scream in our feelings Cause everybody depleted, can't be just if we're defeated Unity is what's needed Throw yourself in your reasons for being complacent and dreaming Disgrace, erase it, you cheated Don't need to be tweeting, it's what you do once you've seen it Can't change a face like a season or change a word's meaning Years of begging and pleading, still you leave them choked and bleeding Hey, hey, ho, ho, no more go, go Hey, hey, ho, ho, y'all gotta go Hey, hey, ho, ho, no more go, go Hey, hey, ho, ho, y'all gotta go Hey, hey, ho, ho, no more go, go Hey, hey, ho, ho, y'all gotta go In the curtain, it covered my perspective Always certain I was serving the words of the message A burden to those hurting by not diverting the norms Nor heeding the storms and being too weak to see reform For believing it's not me who needs to think and do more Mixed race, light face, misplaced, Cut my voices for rhyming, take my words for the vibing Never ask my advice, so why would I chime in? Excuses to use this and looking back I was stupid Always kept it on moving but wasn't up with the movement can't have institution if it lacks an execution Can't have restitution, then you know it's retribution Find the power in numbers, by dividing we stutter The cowards will slumber, pretend to be our own brothers Racist It's just another cover made to fool the others Holding on to comforts while the real ones suffer Hey, hey, ho, ho, no more go, go Hey, hey, ho, ho, y'all gotta go Hey, hey, ho, ho, no more go, go Hey, hey, ho, ho, y'all gotta go Smashing the statues that match your bad values And if it makes you mad, then man, I got bad news This land we stand is not yours, lost and off course Once you had enough, couldn't stop, you wanted more More bread to stock the sores No regrets for the men who bled to get you on the top floor Fucking grin, what you got a mock for? His pops cut your crops and her mom mopped your floors Now you're popping glocks into locked doors Got him on the chopping block like you got the god sword No more, waging a war daily disguised and ignored Passed over, deplored, engage when you educate more Best expect that we settle the score Rep your intent but then unsettle the norms No equity without reform Can't get the best of we if we don't sound the horns Get the crowds to roar Hey, hey, ho, ho, no more go, go That track was titled No Mo Po Po by me off of my last record, Retrospects. Before that track, we had a chat with Ale about a project she's doing for the youth 
trying to keep people active during these times while using hip hop culture as a vehicle, which is dope. For the next call, we're gonna ring up Eric Martinez, brother of New Mexico hip hop legend, Wake Self. He's been working on some things to honor his brother's memory, finding ways to give back to the community. And I had to have him on the show because he's such an inspiration for what we could all be doing and how we could all be doing better. First off, uh, just let me say, what's up, Zach? It's, it's good to hear from you again, OG. Um, I know it's been a while since we've seen each other in person. Uh, glad you reached out uh, to me and, and wanted me here on the podcast. I really appreciate that. Um, you know, we had a we had a show right before all this stuff was happening. And uh, I think it would have done a lot of good, and I think it would have packed out, uh, especially for the call that we were doing it for. Um, you know, we were trying to uh, get some donations for uh, the homeless and, and also... Uh, you know, create some care packages to hand out um, because it was, I think it was the day before my uh, late brother's birthday. Um, and then that was like the time when everything got shut down by COVID. Um, and that was the last time we saw each other and, and we didn't get that opportunity to do it. Um, but, uh, you know, thank you for letting me do it then. And uh, thank you for having me on the show now. Just to kind of fill you in on what we've been doing since, um, you know, I'll tell you a little about myself for the listeners. My name is... Uh, Eric Martinez, um, native New Mexican, born and raised here, a uh, big fan of the New Mexican hip-hop scene. Um, a lot of people in New Mexico and probably some of your listeners uh, knew my brother as well. Um, his stage name was Wake Self. Uh, if you knew him as a close friend, you would have called him Andy. Um, you know, that was what I called him my whole life. So uh, to start off, you know, rest in peace, Andrew Martinez. I love you, little bro. Um, and we'll keep your memory alive forever. Uh, what I what I would like to say is, uh, we started this project um, here recently, and uh, what it is, it's creating a mutual aid care packages and handing them out hand to hand in the community. Um, and the demographic uh, that me and and my uh, people, I guess we call them an organization, would target would be a single adult male and female um, non-sheltered or, or homeless people in our community. Um, and there's a reason behind kind of all of that that we do. Um, you know, there's a lot of organizations that help out, you know, different demographics. You know, you got a lot of uh, non-sheltered organizations for families, for children, um, you know, hospitals, for people with disabilities, things like that. Um, when I got together with my uh, people after the passing of, of my brother, because this is kind of what inspired everything. Um, just kind of kind of because the person he was, he he really was active in his community. He cared a lot about people that didn't have you know as much as another piece person, whether it be goods, food, services, or opportunities. He was always very mindful of that. So I kind of thought to myself, where can I do the most help in my community? What should I target? Uh, in order to do some good. And just talking with my friends, um, who, and mostly Dom Life, and you had Dom Life on as a guest a couple of shows ago, and he's he's been there for me and my family so much, uh, not only this past uh, little over nine months since my brother passed, but for a long time. I mean, him and Andrew used to be running mates and tour mates, you know, 10 years ago, when they've been in a band together, Zoology, they did a couple of their own solo projects and stuff together, so it was only right to kind of go to him as far as him being a consultant on everything. And uh, we came up with targeting, um, you know, single adult female and male non-sheltered or homeless people because there's not a lot of services out there for them. Even the homeless shelters, you know, they fill up quick and then there becomes a, a priority list and they usually give it to families especially families with children. Um, and those kind of, that leaves that, our particular demographic kind of out on their own. Uh, a lot of the times, you know, out on the cold weather on their own, just on the streets. Um, so I thought, you know, maybe let's let's do something for them. So how can we help them? Um, you know, instead of just going out and handing out money or something like that, we kind of came up with the idea of, of a mutual aid uh, care package. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll put, um, like, dry food goods or non-perishable items in a bag so that way you can just give it to a person 
and they don't have to worry about, you know, cooking it or heating it or it spoiling quickly at all. Um, then we kind of moved on to the hygiene side of things. And then we would create these hygiene packs that would include, you know, things like um, baby wipes and um, toothpaste, toothbrush, deodorant, lotions, sunscreens, um, just things that, you know, they could use you know, to clean themselves up if they needed to be or just to make themselves feel better. And then we've kind of been targeting seasonally now. So, like, in the winter, we'll hand out blankets and gloves and we'll hand out hats and things like that. In the summer, we've been doing, um, like, ponchos and uh, fresh socks, um, sunscreen especially is a huge one for us. Um, So it's just been kind of like a changing project as it goes along because... Um, we're not really affiliated with any other organization, and that's kind of by design as well. Um, you know, we don't want to make monetary donations to another group and not know where it goes. Um, so a big thing for us is we're targeting that specific demographic, and also um, we're being completely transparent with everything that we do. So I save all of my receipts, um, and then I, I'll post, you know, how everything's being uh, spent on our Facebook, our Instagram or whatever we're doing that is just so anybody who donated uh, can see exactly where their money's going and I can tell you now that it goes exactly to the people that we told uh, it was going to go to and it's all in honor of of uh, <clears throat> my, my late brother Andrew or, or wakes up as people know him by. so that's kind of the gist of what we do and uh, this last um, this last donation we kind of took up uh, was kind of a, a one off thing for us so in August, uh, both of my parents have birthdays in August. And uh, this is the first year that they'd be celebrating their birthdays without my brother here. And I wanted to do something special. Um, you know, I couldn't think of anything really as far as a gift-wise. So I just thought, why don't we just help more people than we have before? You know, at least try. Uh, so last year we kind of did this, or this year... In March, we did this kind of same thing, took up a donation uh, for my brother. We had a little party in the park in, in Albuquerque, and we had people come and bring donations. And we were able to um, create about 90 care packages that we handed out uh, in the street that same day. Man, so this time I wanted to break man. that record. I took up, uh, you know, I just made a post on Facebook. I told everybody exactly what I just told you, you know, in-depth information about what we do. I put all my payment information out there, and I, I said I'll, I'll start it off by matching the first $250 of donations just out of my own pocket. And I kind of stopped checking my Facebook, and I woke up the next day, and I tallied everything up, and it was already uh, like almost uh, $2,000 in, in one night. Wow. Yeah, it was, I mean, it blew me away, man. I, I was completely taken by surprise. Um, it, it was just something that I did not expect. And it was something that, honestly, I didn't have the experience or really the knowledge to do to handle something on that scale. You know, but we dived right in and, and, and you know, went to the stores and we created all of our care packs. And and I think in uh, Albuquerque alone, we did a little bit over um, 200 care packages. Oh, man. In you, one weekend. You more than doubled your own, your last record. Yeah, all that, the last record was 90, so right, yeah, we shattered right. that in, you know, one one day. Man, that's great. And the best thing about that is that's only Albuquerque, so um, I still have plenty of donations left. We're going to make another drop uh, next weekend. Whenever this podcast comes out, it won't be next weekend or whatever, but we're going to do another one very soon, um, and it'll be close to the same amount, I believe, in the Santa Fe metro area. So we're looking at over, in my estimation, at least over 300 care packages um, for this round. Man, that's amazing. Well, happy birthday to to your folks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. My mom was pretty blown away by it. Um, So that made me feel good. Um, Yeah, that's great. But yeah, if any of the the donors are listening, uh, thank you for your donations. Um, that was fantastic. Like I said, it was something that I wasn't ready for, but we learned how to do it, and we learned a lot of lessons 
and just you know creating the packages on that scale and and uh, distributing them on that scale. Um, that I think you know it's it's good knowledge for the future. And uh, this is this project is something that's been ongoing. Um, you know, it's gained popularity just in the past couple of weeks. Um, but we've been doing this, you know, since my brother passed last November. Uh, so we're coming up on his anniversary. And we've been doing that just on our own, as our own family, making care packages and handing them out. You know, it's never been this size, never 300 plus, but we'd always do 10 or 20 in a weekend. You know, just me and my family and my boys alone. So. You know, when I, when it gets me is the most is when, I, when I'm in, you know, uh, at a stoplight and there's that person just sitting there with their sign. And it's like, oh, man, what do I have? What do I give him? Or, or like, maybe I don't have anything on me. Like, maybe I just have my card. And it's like, I always have some sort of conflict in my mind every time I see that. And, you know, sometimes I think like, oh, I don't have anything for him now. But, you know, maybe I should go donate some money to the shelter or there's just always some sort of kind of guilt trip I give myself every time I'm at a at a stoplight and so it's it's super inspiring to see and it's also like a call out I'm at a lot of stoplights I have this thought several times a week I haven't done what you've done and I don't know really many people who have you know that's kind of why I wanted you on the show too is show other people that there are things that we can do as as individuals or as families or communities you just got to do it yourself I mean I think that's something we've all we're all learning more and more especially now we can't really count on people above us to do the things we need done you know so you know maybe yeah. maybe we got to take take it in our own hands different ways people are protesting and you know all this crazy stuff going in the streets and, and you know that's important work for sure but like what you're doing is very important work too and it's just another another way to do something out there so so that's great man i'm really glad you made it on the show to share oh i'm glad you did all that uh and i'm glad <laughs> and i'm glad uh i'm glad we could share that with listeners it's yeah and you know it's, it's kind of all works together you know i've had that exact same feeling you have just like i'm sure everybody has um, but you know, like I said, we're not affiliated with nobody. We're not, you know, a corporation in the sense that we're incorporated yet. I think that's coming soon. You know, I'm still working on the Wake Cell Foundation and and getting all the paperwork in order for it to be an actual uh, actual entity. But that's that'll be in the future. Um, but as far as just on an individual level, yeah, I mean, do what you can. You know what I mean? It. it you don't have to do huge giant projects. It can be something as simple as just you finding a cause that you're into. While the, it doesn't matter what it's going to be, you know, if you want to go volunteer at a, at a shelter or, a, you know, an elderly home or at a children's hospital, or if you just want to donate money to an organization, like, that helps. You know, you don't have to do all this crazy stuff. But uh, to kind of address, you know, your stoplight feeling, that was one of the inspirations that came to this project, too, because my kids... Uh, they would always see, like, if we were out for a family meal or something, me, my wife, and my kids, they would always see, you know, a person struggling on the corner with a sign or whatever, asking for stuff, and they would say, hey, we need to help him. So what we would do is we'd just go to the nearest gas station and buy a bunch of, you know, non-perishable stuff, anything that we could possibly think of that we could do, and put it in a bag and then go back and give it to that person. And that was kind of the building block of where these care packages, in my mind, came from. Uh, so what we kind of do now is I'll just keep, in each of my cars, I'll keep three or four packages. And it, when I say packages, these ones are kind of smaller ones. I'll just get like a gallon Ziploc bag and fill it with, you know, snacks and some proteins and a couple of hygiene products. And so if we're ever out, you know, doing something and it does happen, we stop at a stoplight and we see someone that needs help, you know, we can just reach right out the window, drop them off with a pack and say, God bless you. And that's kind of kind of what we keep going on in that sense, you know what I mean? But to your point, um, yeah, man, you can always help. You know, it doesn't take a lot. Yeah, All what, it takes is, what you just you know, described is easy. Like that, how hard is, I mean, I don't want to say easy. Like, you know, if you can buy groceries, then you can do that. Make little packs like that, you know? That's, yeah. that's better than even giving someone 10 bucks or something, you know? It's like, here's yeah. useful, inst you don't have to go anywhere, do any, you don't have to go into a store, deal with anything, like, boom, you have, you have food, you have deodorant, and you have it ready. I mean, that's, like, I feel like after I get off the, the phone with you, I, I sh I'm gonna, like, go to the store, and, like, I need to have <laughs> something like that in my car all the time. I think everyone should, the, the, who can't, who can afford to be able to do that. Um, and it doesn't take much, like you said. So, yeah, I mean, I feel, even just sitting here, I'm like, dang, man. 
it's like you're t- teaching me how to tie my shoe in a way. It's like, why, 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 why is this such a conflict? Like, you just. It took a lot to get here, man. It took a lot to get to that point. Yeah, I mean, and that's. But uh, just like I said, uh, you know, it doesn't always have to be money or goods or anything like that, man. Time and effort is just as important as anything else. You know, volunteering, helping is always good. Um, I mean, there's tons and tons of things out there you can do. Like I said, what I would suggest is if there's people out there that want to help in your community, just find what you truly care about, what you're truly passionate about, and get creative. You know, think on it. Sit there and think, you know, I might not have a lot of money, but I got time. You know, I'm, I'm an able-bodied person. What can I do to go out and make this happen? And that's just kind of what I would suggest if someone wants to really go out and help. Cool, man. I'm super inspired just, just talking to you about this. So, yeah, I hope the listeners are also inspired and maybe they'll come up with their own innovative ways to, to make positive change in the world. Yeah, and, um, you know, so kind of just to, to wrap things up, kind of keep it tidy, um, like I said, all, all of this, all these projects and, and things that we've been doing, it was all inspired by, you know, my brother, Andrew Martinez, or you might know him as Wake Self. Um, he had a philosophy of self-care, you know, self-love, self-worth. And I think uh, that needs to be incorporated, too, into society as well. Like, it's so important to take care of others. Uh, but I've always said, if you can't take care of yourself first, then there's no way you can go out and, and take care of the people that you love or the pe- take care of the people that you want to take care of. So remember that, you know, you, your own self, is just as important as anybody else. You know, your own thoughts, your own actions taking care of yourself physically and both mentally um, be aware of those things and really put some time into it figure out how you can improve your own life so that way you can help someone else or you can be in the position to take care of people that you love and uh, you know um, my brother made a really good song about that uh, coming off his last album that he just dropped in 2020 Ready to Live um, and that song is called uh, Love Yourself or excuse me yeah Love Myself is what it's called uh, so in the chorus, he says, I just want to love myself. And I think that uh, rings out true in, in a lot of aspects. And I think that's very important to remember as well. But yeah, Zach, hey, man, thanks for having me on, dude. I really appreciate the time. Um, and, you know, I see all the stuff you do, too. So don't ever discount yourself either, man. If you want to get in touch with me and collab on another project in the future, my phone's always open to you, brother. Oh, yeah, it's going to have to happen. Definitely. <laughs> I'd like you to play uh, Wake Self. Love myself off his last album, Ready to Live. We'll play you out, man. Thanks for jumping on the podcast. Thank you, my brother. Much love. Peace. Drag me down, feet on the ground, but I'm so high up. You can't block my light, stop my shyness, glow time, y'all. If your heart broke, if your scars show, if you're going through it, but you're still shining, keep your head high. If you are low in the charcoal, but you're still a diamond, yeah. Show love to your friends and your homies and your broskies, loved ones when they lonely. Cause you know the world is a cold piece, and we trying to cope with codeine and OZ. Everybody throw salt, let me throw seeds, let me proceed, keep it peace, keep it so clean. All the low frequencies, man, we don't need. Why we trying to tell each other down on the phone screen if your skin is different love if your bank account insufficient love made mistakes made wrong decisions and if you insecure about your body image love when i got nobody and i don't know where to go hurting and i really need someone to help if it all fall apart if it all fall down till the sun comes out i'ma love myself trying to hold me down you should lift me up world full of hate but i still show love been through the stress and the ears and the sweat and the tears and the blood still show love and I still show love, still show love And I still show love, still show I'm just trying to love, love, love myself Love my soul, love, love myself I'm just trying to love myself, love my soul I'm just trying to love, love, love myself Love my soul, love, love myself I'm just trying to love myself, love myself Say love yourself first No discounts on my self-worth Pills down, the guns down for the love now You are blessed, you above ground And the only thing that stops the hate love When I see that smile up on my mama's face love. And I know a miracle is on the way up And everything is working out cause God is great love Falling down, gotten up Cash is king but God is love Why we focused on wealth and riches? What about self-acceptance, self-forgiveness? What about self-improvement, health and fitness? Emotional healing and health conditions You fight depression, cut yourself 
up, but your life is precious, love yourself, yeah Tryna hold me down, you should lift me up World full of hate, but I still show love Been through the stress and the ears and the sweat and the tears and the blood Still show love And I still show love, still show love And I still show love, still show I'm just tryna love, love, love myself Love my soul, love, love myself I'm just tryna love myself, love my soul I'm just tryna love, love Love myself Well, that does it for episode 54 of Raw Raw Room Radio Podcast with OG Willikers. Thank you all for taking the time to listen. I hope this episode comes off as cohesive, inspiring, and entertaining. Like I said at the beginning, we're trying something new. So let me know if it worked. Hit me up. You can find me on Instagram at OG Willikers. O-G-W-I-L-L-I-K-E-R-S. You can find us at Raw Raw Room Radio on Facebook. And you can subscribe and listen to this podcast on any of your favorite podcast hubs. If you want to donate to help keep this podcast alive, you can find me at Cash App at Zachary Maloof, Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y-M-A-L-O-O-F, or Venmo at Z-A-C-H-M-A-L-O-O-F. And if you have a business program or organization and would like to sponsor this podcast, reach out to me personally and we can discuss ways to make that happen. All right. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.